Hello, this is a podcast version of Harry Hardy's show on Lionheart Radio. Listen to the full show every week, Thursdays at 6pm on lionheartradio.com. Enjoy the podcast. Have you ever been to Luton before? Mince. Meaty mince. Mince. That's right. Mince. I must clarify, the airport does count. Well, in that case, we're all winners. Nope. You should feel completely ashamed of yourselves. That's the power, that's the magic of community radio. Hello, you people who live in Anik. How are you doing? Harry Hardy here, back for another Thursday show. Thursday, the 17th of December, 2020. The world's worst year in history. Wow! Wow! Can you believe we made it this far in 2020? I thought the world was going to go pop by now, but hey, we're still here. We're nearly at the end. We can do it. The vaccine is in sight. Christmas might be a bit rubbish, but hey, it's all right. It's going to be fine. We can do it, can't we? Broadcasting from Annick, Northumberland, this is Lionheart Radio, 107.3 FM, lionheartradio.com. Broadcasting internationally via the internet on that website that I just mentioned there. My name is Harry Hardy. I have done this sort of thing before. It may not sound like I've done radio before, but hey, I have, so don't worry. It's all good. I have a show for you, ladies and gentlemen, just like I do every Thursday evening here on Lionheart. It's got bits and bobs. The same regular features again and again and again and again until you like them. That's my uh, that's my way of doing radio. What sort of features do I have? Well, we've got a celebrity coming up on the show in a few minutes' time. That's a very important person. And every week on the show, I ask them a very important question. This week is no different. A brand new celebrity on the show this week, an A-lister, someone you've heard before on TV, in on the radio, in newspapers, in magazines. We've got them on the show this evening. Yes, we do. They're going to answer a very important question very shortly. Lawrence Cretton is here. That's Lionheart Radio's resident video game reviewer. He's been playing all the top new video games that have been out this week, um, ready in time for Christmas. Uh, you've got about a week left to get your Christmas presents. Um, and Lawrence Cretton is going to tell you which video games you should be buying for your younger nerdier members of your family, perhaps uh, male members as well, because let's face it, boys play video games more than girls. That's not a generalization. That's not a stereotype. It's just the goddamn truth. And to wrap everything up at the end of the show, we of course have a round of the world's worst radio quiz. Ten questions, no tension, no fun, no prize. It truly is the world's worst radio quiz here on Lionheart Radio with me, Harry Hardy. It's the world's worst radio quiz, but hey, this isn't the world's worst radio show. No, I've heard way worse than this. Believe me. Believe me, I have. I'm not going to name names, but hey, there's some stinkers out there. But not this one. No siree. No. Trio on Lionheart Radio with uh, their song Da Da Da. I don't know if they had any other songs. I should have researched before I started recording. Hello, my name is Harry Hardy. A little bit of info about me. I'm 27 years old. I am from Northumberland. Uh, I've got a degree in TV and radio um, from the University of Salford. And I currently don't know where I've put my passport. Uh, I've looked everywhere. I can't think... Uh, where it could be. I hope I haven't lost it forever because I kind of need that. Um, and I hope, uh, you know, no one has stolen it or is going to forge it, that sort of thing. Um, if you've seen my passport anywhere, please let me know. I doubt that you have seen it. Um, but if you found it on the street, uh, then just post it to uh, Lionheart Radio, Anik, and I'm sure it will get back to me. 
Thanks. Um, yeah, it's now uh, the time on the show where we get uh, a very important person, a celebrity, a famous face and voice on this show, and ask them a very important question. We always ask a famous face on this show at this time. What are you having for your tea? Because, you know, it's tea time, isn't it? It's nearly tea time, and everyone wants to know what everyone's having for tea because we're all nosy and nebby, and we just can't mind our own business because we're just filth, the lot of us. We're horrible, horrible people, every last one of us. Um, Last week we had Guy Fieri, American television chef. He told us what he was having for his tea. The week before, it was another television chef, but hey, it was Keith Floyd. Yeah, the late Keith Floyd, that's who it was. This week... No difference. This week we've got Lorraine Pascal on the show. She's going to be telling us what she's having for her tea. Uh, And she's going to tell us right now, actually. Without further ado, Lorraine Pascal, please tell us. After this infuriatingly long 20-second low-quality drumroll that I ripped off of YouTube many months ago. Please tell us, Lorraine Pascal, what are you having for your tea tonight? using a spoon to scrape my eye out uh, without going too far down so I don't want to make a hole in the bottom and then make my eye pop. What? What? Did we just hear that correctly? Did we just hear that? Is that what I thought we just heard? Lorraine Pascal is telling us tonight on uh, Lionheart Radio that she is going to scoop her eye out, scrape her eye out with a spoon, taking extra care not to put a hole in the bottom of it, uh, and making her eye pop. That's not a recipe I've ever heard before. That's not the sort of tea time meal that I have ever had myself. I don't know if you've ever had that. Um, But blink and heck, uh, all I can say is, uh, kids, if you're listening, do not... Try that at home. Sounds dangerous. It sounds stupid. Uh, only a fool would do something like that, I'm sh- I'm sure. Um, I'm not saying Lorraine is a fool. What I'm saying is I'm sure Lorraine is a trained professional and she knows what she's doing. She's a stunt woman uh, as well as being a, a chef. Um, just don't do that. Why would you do that? Terrible idea. Keep your eyes in your head. It's the best place for them. <laughs> Radiohead Creep on Lionheart Radio. And from one creep to another, it's time to listen to what Lawrence Cretton has to say for himself this week. <laughs> Lawrence Cretton is a creepy, creepy man, video game journalist from the 90s. He's written for all of the top magazines, but then he got sacked from each and every one of them um, for various different scandals, which I'm not allowed to talk about. On the radio, so we'll just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. Uh, but Lawrence, you know what you've done. Now uh, you know that you're a bad man. Um, yeah, yeah. We all know what you've done, Lawrence. Uh, here is Lawrence Cret, and he's going to be telling you what video games you should be buying this Christmas period season. Here's, here he is now. This is Lawrence Cretton. He's going to be on right now. Here's Lawrence right now. Now. 
bag of organs my name is Lawrence Cretin and I live and breathe video games they are all that matter to me and they need me as much as I need them but you need me even more yes you do even if you don't realize it yet you are totally dependent on my weekly video game reviews here on this northeastern community radio station I'm your candy man and you're about to get a red-hot fix of my Moorish gaming critiques so pull up your sleeve prepare your veins because here comes my needle of knowledge my syringe of skill my hypodermic of honor and i'm injecting you right now the first game i'm taking a look at this week is the great british alan wakeoff out now on the original xbox as you can probably imagine from the title of the game this is the much anticipated long awaited amalgamation of the decade old action adventure game Alan Wake and the much loved much watched TV show about cakes The Great British Bake Off join best selling thriller novelist Alan Wake as he fights off evil forces within the Great British Bake Off tent and takes the occasional break to sample a nice bit of Battenberg here and there Will Alan Wake uncover the spooky spirits that are threatening to take over the marquee? Or will he give Matt Lucas a kick in the backside as a punishment for all the rubbish jokes and irritating childish voices he made during the past series of Bake Off? Either way, one thing is for certain. This is an Alan Wake game with bacon in it. What more could you possibly want? Well, I guess you could want a lot more, come to think of it. Well, hard cheese and stale bread, because this is what you're getting. I rate the great British Alan Wakeoff 3 stars out of 5, it is not my star baker of the week and I will not be giving the developers a golden handshake. Next up this week is Radio Lollipop Chainsaw, out now on the Nintendo 64. In this game you play as a character who is an unlikely hybrid of a chainsaw brandishing high school cheerleader zombie hunter and a hospital radio volunteer DJ. In Radio Lollipop Chainsaw, your character Juliet goes through hospital ward after hospital ward collecting song requests from patients and chainsawing Rogue Cliff Richard LPs in half. I know what you're thinking, Lawrence, that's what normal hospital radio DJs do on a daily basis anyway. They're always destroying poor quality vinyl records in hospital wards with petrol fueled power tools. What can I do in this game that I can't do in real life? Well, hold your horses, because there's more. In Radio Lollipop Chainsaw, there is a side mission where you attempt to bring smiles to the faces of the kids in hospital by brutally dismembering zombies with your trusty chainsaw right there in front of them. I don't want to give too much of this game away, but watching kids gleefully laugh as zombie blood splatters across heart rate monitors and privacy screens is one of the most beautifully moving moments I've seen in a video game in years. I rate Radio Lollipop Chainsaw a big fat 4 stars out of 5. Keep an eye out for the special promotion in certain game shops where you get a free copy of the Ofcom broadcasting code with your purchase, which you can use to make sure you don't breach the rules on taste and decency. It's a fine line guys, it's a very fine line. And finally, my last game this week is Cyberpunk 1997, out now on the PlayStation 1. After years of waiting, it's finally here, the game of the year, in all its glitchy, unplayable glory. 
Cyberpunk 1997 looks exactly like the sort of game you would play in 1997, with its blocky, poorly rendered PS1-style graphics and its hilariously silly bugs. Customise your character in any way you want. You watch as they slowly become a pixelated mess on your TV screen before your very eyes. Drive around the brightly lit, futuristic city in a fast sports car and then gaze in amazement as the world around you doesn't load in time, leaving your vehicle stuck in a weird blurry limbo. Walk around Night City with the private parts of your character inexplicably morphing out of their clothing, making them look like some sort of disgusting flasher, and convulse in disbelief as the game causes you to suffer an epileptic seizure. What more can I say about this game than wow, what a game. To me, it's clear to see where all of the time, effort and money the developers funneled into this project went into. They truly succeeded in making this game a terrible, terrible mess. This is the gold standard in unplayable video games. It will take some beating to make a game as broken as this. I give Cyberpunk 1997 a top 5 stars out of 5. Bugs, crashes and fatal errors or your money back guaranteed. That's all done and dusted for another week. I've been Lawrence Cretin and I'll probably be back the same time next week when I'll be more likely wanging on about Christmassy games than that because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, you flipping idiots. Merry flipping Christmas. Goodbye. It's back here once again, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's here. Yes. Yes, it is. It's, it's exclusive to Lionheart Radio. No one else is having it. Nope. No one else wants it. It's exclusive to Lionheart. This is the World's Worst Radio Quiz with me, Harry Hardy. Hi, that's me. Ten questions, no tension, no prize, and no chance of winning whatsoever. This truly is the world's worst radio quiz. But just like any other radio quiz, we need to have a contestant. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Well, Guess what, Buster? We've got one right here. Hello, contestant. Introduce yourself to the ladies and gentlemen and uh, non-binary listening this evening. Hello, I'm Josie. Hi, Josie. Hey. Hello. Are you... Hello. Yeah, hello. Are you prepared for... What else, the... what else am I meant to say? <laughs> I don't know. It's the... You're doing well so far. It's all good. Are you prepared for the world's worst radio quiz this evening? Oh, there's obviously such a delay. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> ready as I'll ever be. We're going to battle through the delay. Everything is fine. Josie, please tell everyone where you are situated right now. I am situated in Canterbury in Kent. In where? Kent? In the southeast of England. Good grief. Kent. Kent. What, why, what on earth are you doing there? Why are you there? Oh, God knows. Um, it's where I'm from. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> that's a good enough excuse. Is that excuse? good enough answer? Yeah, that's fine. That's a good excuse, I guess. you It will have to do. There's no changing it. We can't change it now. It's fine. Josie, you've been on this quiz before. Did you enjoy it last time? Uh, I did enjoy it last time. How many times I have can't... you done it now? Is it twice you've done it? I can't remember. No, I've only done it once. Wow, this is the second time. Blinking heck, aren't you happy that you, you're getting a second go of it before 2020 is over? Yeah, I feel very privileged. 
so you should. It's an honour to be on this, and uh, you're very lucky to be back. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's all right. Um, <laughs> I don't know why this is so confrontational, but it's. Uh, I'm not really making you feel at ease. I'm, I'm a terrible host, uh, but that's fine. Uh, so, Jesse, do you remember the gist of this uh, this rubbish quiz that I do? Do you remember what happened last time? Um, there's questions and answers. Yeah, but hang on. Don't make it sound like it's a good quiz because all quizzes have that sort of thing, <laughs> even the really good ones. Uh, there's questions, yes, but the answers uh, are, the answers don't really you know, have any relevance to the questions. Sometimes you cannot answer these questions. These questions are unanswerable. You will always get zero points, Josie, just like you got zero points last time. Um, just yeah. letting you know now um, you've picked a, a wrong quiz to be on. Um, <laughs> of all the quizzes you could have been on, you could have been on Tipping Point on ITV with Ben Shepard. You could have been on that one. You could have won a cash prize you'll not win any prize on this one what yep that's right that's all right i'm all right oh you're fine with that okay then well yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant okay that's that's fine by me uh should we just get into the quiz then should we just start it and see what happens yeah let's go all right josie i'm gonna play some dramatic music and you're gonna to react to it oh i'm gonna play it right now But just pretend it's there. Just pretend it's there. Oh, okay. The people listening to the radio show, they can hear the. the but when us two right now recording, we can't hear the dramatic music. But just pretend oh, okay. it's there. Just it's an illusion to us at the minute, but it's it's a reality for the listener. Okay, so just. Okay. Yeah, good. Question number one, Josie Reykjavik is the capital of Iceland. Can you spell Reykjavik? No. Correct. Zero points. <laughs> you should have got a point there, but zero points. That's just how this quiz is. Question number two, Josie. Have you ever read a book before? Yes. Really? I doubt it. What book have you read? <laughs> um, I was about to read the one that's sitting in front of me, but I haven't read that. Well, tell us more about this book, please. We're all <laughs> desperate to hear what it is. The Turn of the Screw by Henry James, and I haven't read it. You haven't read that, but you say you claim to have read a book before. I've, I can't see any evidence of this. Zero points, Josie. Come on. You can do better than this. <laughs> Question I'm gonna, three. I'm going to keep trying. Keep trying. Go on, that's the spirit. Keep trying. Question three. Josie, in Canterbury, Kent, as you have uh, disclosed previously, out of the following two options, which is your favourite, diesel or unleaded? Unleaded. Why? Why? Why is that? Why? You've got to have a reason why. I have a f feeling that is the better one. No, it's diesel. Diesel is the better one. Oh, it always okay. is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough, eh? He can't argue with uh, the facts. Moving on to question four, Josie. Hey, you're still on zero points, by the way, but don't worry, that can all change. No, it can't. It can't. It, <laughs> you will. You will remain on zero the entire time. For question sake. Yep. Four. When was the last time you had a jammy dodger? Oh, that's a good question. Thanks. Hey, flattery gets you nowhere in this quiz, right? <laughs> Probably upwards of five years. Five years ago? Probably. Well, I've got it under good authority, Josie, that you work at the jammy dodger factory and you have them for your lunch break every day. So you can't get oh. that. You can't get it past <laughs> you had me. inside information. Yep, I've, been, I've got moles spying on you at all times, and they've no, they know where you work. So, hmm. I would get away with that one. No, it's uh, it's quite the uh, the bit of information to uh, you know. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, 
Yeah. Number five, eczema, rubella, and foot and mouth diseases. Hang on, let me start this again. Let me start this question again. Can't wait to see where this is going. Question number five, eczema, rubella, and foot and mouth disease are all names of medical issues which you can seek treatment for at your local NHS hospital or GP surgery. With this in mind, have you ever been to Wolverhampton before? I've been through it on the train. That's good enough for me, but still zero points, Josie. <laughs> I like, I like that question. Um, happy yeah, it's nice. Yeah, cheers. Number six. Can you name three different types of food that would be completely ruined by the introduction of dog dirt? Uh, <laughs> um, mashed potato. <laughs> yeah, that would be spoiled totally <laughs> if you added dog dirt to that, yep. Um, Yorkshire pudding. Oh, I could, you can only imagine what that would be like. Tomato <laughs> soup. Well, the first two were correct, but tomato soup is actually greatly improved by dog dirt, Josie. So, oh. zero points, unfortunately. Uh, question number seven. Do you think there'll ever be a dog born that could drive a car? No. You might be right. We'll never know. No. There, there might already be one that is born right now that could drive a car. Uh, you might be right, actually. I'd imagine uh, either the Russian or the US Army would have uh, kept that secret from us. We'll find out on BBC Three next year. Oh, maybe we will. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we will. Question number eight. Josie in Canterbury. Kent, as we already know, I don't need to repeat it. Question number eight. War. What is it good for? <laughs> uh, absolutely nothing. Well, it's actually good, Josie, for negotiating oil deals in the Middle East. So, oh, you, should, you should have known that, really. Uh, zero points. Oh, <laughs> All right, I'll take that. Question number nine. Quick maths question. Oh, it's a quick maths question, Josie. Multiply, oh, multiply negative two by 23, then add 151. 102. No, you're out of time, unfortunately, <laughs> Josie. Good attempt. Uh, it was a quick maths question. You did run out of time. And final question, Chelsea. I hope you can get this one. I hope you can get a point on the board tonight on Lionheart Radio. This is what we're all hoping for. Question number 10. What is Antipodean singer Peter Andre doing right now? Oh, sitting on the sofa. Oh, you got to give us more detail than that. Come on, we're all nosy here. Uh, with a glass of wine. Okay, what, what uh, country? Watching ITV. Um, okay, well, come on. Give us the country of which this wine originates. New Zealand. Nice. It's actually French wine he's drinking. Everything else was right. <laughs> Zero points, Josie. It's the details that you have to get right in this quiz. That's oh, where you, you got it wrong. Zero points. How do you feel, Josie, after this ordeal? Not good. Oh, come on. No, I feel all right, actually. Well, that's a relief. I wouldn't want you to feel not good after being on my show. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, although it does sound a bit sarcastic. Hey, Josie, before you go, hang on, I can hear that you want to hang up. Don't hang up just yet. Hold your horses. <laughs> hold your horses. Not anywhere. Good. That's what I want to hear. Uh, hold your horses, please. There is an opportunity to actually win a prize tonight by answering a gamble question. You can gamble all the zero points that you don't have for a prize. I know I did say earlier that there is no prize available to win on this quiz. That was a lie. Um, please do not sue me. Um, you, you can win a prize tonight. Would you like to hear what this prize is? Yes, please. 
well, you could win a lovely little ride in a police car, courtesy of our very good friends at Northumbria Police. Josie, does that sound like a nice prize to win? Yeah, I'd love a little trip up. A little trip around. You have to, you have to make your way up to the northeast, um, to the Pontyland uh, Police uh, Headquarters, uh, and um, you can go anywhere. You can go to Rothbury. You can go up to Amble, get fish and chips, uh, and they'll take you back to Pontyland, and you'll have to make your way back to uh, Canterbury yourself. Uh, but still, you know the offer's there. Yeah, that sounds nice. Brilliant. Okay, great. So do you want to take the gamble then? Yeah, I'm going to gamble it. Why didn't you say so? Your gamble question is this, Josie. What do the letters in the acronym T-M-I stand for? T-M-I. Too many implants. Too many implants. There's no such thing, Josie. Come on. It actually stands for Twixes, Mars Bars and Irrigation. In brackets, colonic. <laughs> You knew this, Josie. Everyone knew this. Um, I've revised and everything. Oh, well, you know, you need to revise harder if you ever want to come back on this quiz again. It's a hard quiz to get onto. And, you know, we take it seriously. We only get the finest uh, of uh, quiz brains on this show. And, uh, well, Josie, um, unfortunately, zero points. It just proves that you didn't cut the mustard tonight. But, hey, don't be disheartened. <sighs> I thought I was going to be the first one. Mm-mm. You get some points. No, I don't know how you managed to think that, but um, oh well. That's all right. But hey, at least you still uh, live in the southeast of England, where COVID rates are multiplying greater than anywhere oh, else. Oh yeah, the they're really, they're really, really high. Yep, yeah, that's quite <laughs> sad to hear. I'm so, sorry about that, Chelsea. Thanks. Um, welcome to tier three. It's nice here, isn't it? Uh, oh, we've been yeah, we've been in tier three for a while. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just for Christmas. Just for Christmas. I uh, hope you have a nice Christmas. Thanks, you too. Thanks. Um, I hope uh, that everything is fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, goodbye then, Josie. Tune in to Harry's show every Thursday at 6pm on lionheartradio.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.